You have to record the the podcast, damn it. I was yeah, like, the hell. 45 minutes of just... me being a dummy. <laughs> Everyone might recognize that voice. That's Ben and Jesse. That's, that's mm-hmm. Jesse Eshenique. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> eight, are you, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> you pronounce it Eshenique. H-N-E-K. If you think of the four letters, H-N-E-K, that's how you say it. That's not Eshenique. Where is that? Dorian. Oh, okay. But you said El, El Salvadorian? Ecuadorian. The Ecuadorian. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was. So I looked up your last name before we started recording because I oh, I'm just interested. In, I'm interested in etymology and stuff like that, and I wanted to figure out how I could most effectively be racist toward you. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> how do you say it again? H and E K. Yeah, yeah, H and E K. That's it. Please, I want to be accurately racist. <laughs> I don't. So apparently, it's 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 Bosque. What? It's the last name is Bosque, like from Basque, uh, yeah, Spain. It's, it's a yeah. corruption of a Basque last name, actually. Yeah, my dad, oh, my okay. dad's family left the Basque land at some point and then went to Ecuador, and that's where it kind of got changed around. Huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I I was looking at like the highest percentages of like people that say their last name is Echenique. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was Ecuador. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The N I Q U E is is pretty pretty. Based in Ecuador, I guess. Okay. As far as I know. Gotcha. But what the hell do I Also, know? a lot of Chilean people with that last name look like. With that, yeah. la- my actual last name? Well, I mean, it was spelled slightly differently, but. EX yeah. or something like that? There's an X. Uh, I think there was a. How do you spell yours? Yeah, I think your A was an E for them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about my last name. <laughs> I know how to start podcasts, podcast. oh, dude. No, this is what we want. Fifty percent of the viewers <laughs> in the first three minutes. Nothing to add to your last name other than now I know how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, because so, I was. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever tried to pronounce it. To be honest, I just say Jesse. Well, because you're intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> don't I, hurt yourself. <laughs> I would always just say enchilada. Now <laughs> I realize there's not. There's not even an N. There's not even an N. I had, yeah. you know, a teacher when I went to NASCAR school in Mooresville. I had a teacher that called me Echinacea. That was pretty common. Echinacea. <laughs> Echinacea. Yeah. Like an R and B singer. <laughs> it's like, yeah it's, yeah, it's been it's been a road with this last name. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. talking about DSMs today. Diamond Star Motor Company. Motor Company. Motor yeah, Motors. 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 Wow, man, you're worse than Mark. Well, okay, he didn't even remember it, did he? <laughs> yeah, okay. no. He's a diamond star well, Mitsubishi. Funny Mark story. There was, at uh, Lime Rock, I met other Ben mm-hmm. and yeah. Mark, and I was pretty fucking drunk. And I was talking to Ben, and I was like, he's like, oh, what do you drive? I was like, oh, the DSM. He's like, oh, which one? I was like, how many are here? And <laughs> kept going. I don't remember what I was saying, but Mark seemed pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> he's like, was this- why are you making it so uncomfortable? I was like, that's the point. What? what- <laughs> was this when you ran up to where we were? No, no, no. That was the that was Saturday night. Saturday night turned around and I was gone. Yeah, when you came up, you're like, "Oh yeah, let's get hang out, let's have a few beers," and then you were gone. Yeah, dude, I had to walk. I, had to, I was <laughs> wasted. I was, I was wasted at Lime Rock. It was bad, really bad. Like I haven't been that wasted in a long time. But wow. they had that like lemonade vodka drink up under the tent, and I was like, "Okay, I don't like really, really like vodka, but fuck it." So Jesse, we I'm it's kind of a spoiler, but if you're if you listen to the podcast, you you deserve 
to get something. spoiled. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I can't really, man, you know what? I miss being on the podcast because I can't talk shit about it as effectively now that I'm a guest. <laughs> right. It feels yeah. rude. It can't be a side to it during one of the videos. Yeah. He's, he's uh, not on his A game. So we're doing a, sw- a chassis swap on, the, on my DSM, my Eclipse. And I'm having Jesse come down from Jersey in a couple weeks to help with that, which he's going to New do. York, he's, it. Is it New York? I thought it was Jersey. <laughs> why? Yeah, I was mean, just, just in New York. Why did I think you lived in Jersey? Is it just because I met you in JMP? I live in Jersey. And Ken always oh. said I'm from Jersey because <laughs> it came to one race and it was in Jersey. Yeah, okay. I think I met you at NJMP. So that's what I think also forever. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. I kind of fit the mold of a Jersey person anyway. Yeah, I mean, New York fits just as well. Yeah, it works. <laughs> kind of the same state. Mm, yeah, so he's he's going to come down and we're going to do a big swap where we move everything from this shitty rusty chassis over to a nice fresh one. And why did I start telling the story to begin with? Because you uh, wanted to talk about spoilers. What we're doing, spoilers? Something? Something. Only one drinking? That's a shame. I finished okay. my Oh, drink. that's what it is. Yeah, you just reminded me. <laughs> so... <laughs> We were talking about like him coming down to Virginia and all that stuff. And you asked, you asked two times so far in the chat where the nearest bar is. And well, yeah, everywhere. I, I said, if somebody gets a hotel, just let us know if it has a bar. And yeah, then I yeah, want to know yeah. how close the bar was to the shop. Right, right. And now I want to know do you have a drinking problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not have a drinking problem. I just, I like, I don't know, kind of like, you're drinking, you're having a good time. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like having fun. So Okay, okay, okay. All right. So the Sounds like something swap. somebody with a drinking problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you not see what this motherfucker just went through? Give this yeah, goddamn man a break. He's gonna he deserves ten drinks if if you're fucking honest. <laughs> All right. I strongly considered putting the beer down and getting bourbon. Like <laughs> that's what you had. When he started when he started he st- like, I'm going right to bourbon. I got yeah. some horse in the upstairs, I'm going. When your son started shaking the chair, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm like I need a drink, dude. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I, I well, you were trying to figure that out. I was booking my vasectomy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I am I'm looking to do that as well. A little late, but hey, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, two yeah. two. You know oh, when to call it. it. It's yeah. Oh, I said, yeah. sure you don't want another one. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm positive. We can adopt. Yeah. No, not even adopt. No, I don't want that. Well, don't. I mean, if you change your mind, there's always no. options with adoption. No. Oh, you can just no, reverse it. What? Said, give one up? Give one of mine for adoption? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to reverse a vasectomy. <laughs> that's just turning back time. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you looking at his to... donation? Uh, so are you buying another Eclipse or are you doing like a Talon or, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so I already bought a Talon chassis in oh, November. Sick. Yep, I got a, as close as the DSM will come to rust-free Talon all-wheel drive chassis. So the, um, the picks were pretty clean. I was, I was like, that's a nice fucking shell right there. What color? Yeah, yeah. Maroon? No, it's white, but it's missing, I think it's missing about a good number of body panels. So it's like, right. it can be whatever, right? Yeah, so it'll have to get painted because it's going to have a bunch of the stuff off of this current eclipse on mm-hmm. it, and then yeah, so so it'll be a now bunch of colors. the the road trip is over. How are your over. feelings towards that car? I see that you like it. I actually do really like it now. It's it defied all. Well, so at first it lived <laughs> up to every expectation I had <laughs> when it 
broke the timing belt on the second day of the trip. I mean, it didn't even break the timing belt. It ate the timing belt. But then I took it to Kenny in North Carolina and he changed the timing belt. He had a fresh head for me. And then it ran so well for the rest of the trip with the exception of being in Colorado with a speed density tune. It yeah. did not like that. It was terrible. That dude, elevation is crazy. That stuff like would not run. Like it would stall constantly <laughs> until you like got going. Like around town, it was unbelievable. I always think about like how Pikes Peak is and how tough the tuners' jobs must be mm. for that for that event. How do they do it? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. I don't yeah. know how those guys, those guys are talented. Yeah, no shit. Like I don't know if they're all on math or if they're tuning at the bottom and then at the top. I don't know. Yeah, like where where is it going to be? Is it better to be tuned tuned for up top or is it better to be tuned for down? Like who? It's insane. Yeah, I mean, presumably you you'd have to have well because your car won't run uh basically it, at at the bottom or the top if it's only tuned for one it has to have a, a tune that is adjusting on the fly i think uh, that's that's why they used yeah. force induction so much well yeah but my car is force inducted i'm not talking about like the fact that the power is diminishing i'm talking about the fact that the like your fueling is changing because the air density is getting mm. less and less the higher you go oh okay so i get what you mean start, a like, lot of Colorado, I did a poll on the highway and my AFRs went to like nine because the air density was incredibly thin. And then it just, it's still giving it the same fuel yeah. that it is right. expecting to be giving it at wide open throttle. A lot Damn. of those cars run meth injection too, or, or like some sort of additive to give it some more oxygen in the, in the engine. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how that shit works. Yeah, well, I don't think any of us can yeah. tune anyway. Uh, so Bro, I don't know how the computer works. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. You gotta tell the story now. Go uh, ahead, Eddie. Yeah. Oh, I have to tell it. So, what's the story? Uh, yeah. So Jesse is not the most tech savvy individual. We kind of found this out the last time he was on the podcast. <laughs> the motherfucker sounded like he was talking through a gramophone, but <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> this time around, phones you pull a string with. <laughs> this time yeah. around amazingly this this time is an upgrade believe it or not yeah. so so jesse found a working computer and a microphone somehow however the local he, will he could not <laughs> log into his email i do everything from my phone i do everything from my phone now I like i don't i'm not down here ever you know and it's okay you know no, it's really not. So I had to remotely get into his computer. It was the computer. most thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Bro, it was hilarious, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my gosh. I had but, to go it, into the computer, Jesse's computer, and manually type in the <laughs> URL because he couldn't figure it out. Let, let's, yeah. let, let's be clear. The stressor on my end was, was pretty high. I'm trying yeah. to take otherwise, care of all this. I got my phone. I couldn't figure it out for sure. Meter my chair <laughs> yeah that was happening in the background so yeah my son was, was definitely adding to the stress level of it so yay yeah but that made for inter entertaining start good but I'm glad you guys were entertained by my <laughs> <laughs> but so ben are you going to keep the car so i am going to keep it for a while but good. i don't plan on tracking it or anything like that because i already have one mitsubishi <laughs> that is a track car and that's expensive enough right so i 
I'm going to have it to do stuff with on the channel and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And to kind of like daily drive a little bit. But apart from that, you know, after that's kind of run its content course, I think I will definitely have to sell it to make room for something else. Right. But uh, somebody who's not going to sell his DSM, I think is probably Jesse. Because yeah, he's keeping that for life. I mean, he's already at, what, 25 years now? Yeah, it'd be 24 in August. God, that's crazy, <laughs> dude. That's fucking wild. <laughs> How long have you been married? We got married eight years, be eight years in May, but together 15 years in June. Okay. So you've owned your DSM three times as long as you've been married. Yeah. And we actually, when we first started dating, like taking her out in the car was something that we would do. Yeah. And she has, she has that connection to it. So she's like, you can never sell this car. And I was like, good. Aww. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Right. It's never up for debate. <laughs> yeah, you're keeping it anyway. Yeah. So, you know, and she's she's about as supportive of what I'm trying to do as anybody could ask. So I, uh, I have no, uh, no complaints there in that in that in that regard. Yeah, that's good. What do you have complaints about? Let's hear about that. Hmm? No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't have you. I wouldn't have you complain about about your old lady on the podcast. <laughs> She's a sweet, sweet lady. Okay. All right. I believe you. So, I, I didn't say anything else. I didn't so, say any otherwise. So, Desi, do you want a, a DSM when it's for sale? Another one? Like a streetcar? Uh, well, that's where my wife and I would draw the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, do want, I do want another one the daily. I just, you know, money is just not something that is not, I, not <laughs> doable like that. I can't right, just buy shit. Right. Yeah, no, that would be a clinically insane move to <laughs> right. spend money on a daily driver DSM. <laughs> I did it for a few years when my car was like, you know, newish. But uh, yeah, yeah, so when you when did you buy yours? Did you get yours new? No, I bought no. it. You did this in the first one. Okay. If, you if you listened, listened, if you actually nah. listened, Ben, no shot, there? no chance. Ben. No, <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, no. So I bought it in August of 2000 out of, out of Salvage Yard. And what? Yeah, I bought it as a death recovery. See, it's funny because oh. Ben's never heard any of these stories. Yeah. No, oh. yeah. Because I'm a fake fan and yeah, a fake you friend. You are a fake friend. Yeah. 100%. That's really interesting because my Evo is from a salvage yard. Oh, really? Oh, my and God. My eclipse should be from a salvage yard. <laughs> your, your, your eclipse should be in a salvage yard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that too. It probably will be. But I don't even know. I know a little bit about the Evo, but not a whole lot about it. Well, you would know if you'd listen to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if you watch my YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't really talked about it on the YouTube channel, and I'm making a video right now where I'm actually going to talk about it's going to be like one of those building my Evo 9 in 20 minutes type videos. And I'm just going to rehash the whole build basically from like when I got it to now. And we weren't even doing YouTube when I got it. So, but my, I got it from a salvage yard because my dad found it. And it had been like a front three quarters collision, mm. and it was eight thousand dollars. Holy shit! It had seventy two thousand miles on it, and it ran. It had just been wrecked, like, and not that bad. So just fix it up. Down here in Virginia, you have to get a state trooper to look at your car, and then that's how you go from a salvage title to a rebuilt title. Like uh. Once you've once you've done everything that needs fixing, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's similar to here because I bought the car in Jersey, brought it back to New York, and New York has if you get a salvage title car, <clears throat> <clears throat> get choked up. 
if uh, <laughs> that with title car, you have to uh, improve whatever you do because it was it was a theft recovery. So I had to replace all the shit that was stolen out of it. So you what have was to stolen? provide radio, a radio interior, Dang. probably the cat back because it had no exhaust on it. So probably you know somebody had modified it, and since it was a theft recovery, somebody must have stolen it. Did and, they take know, the engine? They wanted off it. And when you did they take the engine it, out of it? Huh? Did they take the engine? No. No, just the exhaust and the wheels. <laughs> what, who, what? who the fuck wants a DSM <laughs> interior? <laughs> uh, well, the interior that was in the car was the black leather. Oh, it was um, a 99. It's a 98, but oh. uh, it had. So I think it had the gray leather when it was new, but when I got it, it had a 99 because they took the interior out of a 99 that they had in the yard and put it in the car for when I bought it. Oh, so they had already done some of the work for you. Right. And nice. it was like. It was 15,000 miles, 9,500 bucks. Wait, so and they had a 99 interior in 2000 in the salvage yard already? It was a theft recovery. <laughs> ben, oh, it's New York. Know, like an insurance job or, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. Ben, huh. this is in fucking Virginia. Cars get stolen daily. <laughs> That's fair. Was this in New York? Uh, the car was in Jersey. Okay. And I, I know nothing of the car before it went to that salvage yard. I know nothing of its history. But it's a 98? Yeah, 98. Build date, so, I think, is August of 97. So it didn't really have any history if you got it in 2000. Hmm? Didn't even have history if you got it in 2000. You got the thing basically yeah, new. Yeah, previous owner, and then, uh, then I corrupted it. How many well, miles were on it? 15,000. <laughs> God damn, dude. What'd you get it for? 9,500. That's crazy. For a yeah. basically new car? Yeah, and then I crashed it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> My that God. sounds about right. I crashed it pretty spectacularly. I might have. You trying to get so, back to the salvage yard? You said, you I, I don't want to. Re- <laughs> yeah, it went back there and then like hash the story. But did you tell the story of how you crashed it on the last podcast? No, no. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so uh, so Staten Island is laid out like a triangle, and you have two really long roads. You have Richmond Avenue and Highland Boulevard, and they meet near the middle, kind of like at the bottom. So I was driving up Highland Boulevard, northbound, racing a BMW 540 at like seven o'clock in the afternoon. And, there, <laughs> and there's there these there's a section of road that is called the Guyan S turns because one of the side street right there is called is called Guyan Avenue. So you had these Guyan S turns where it's the direction I was going was like a, a right, a little bit of a straight, and then a left, almost like the reverse of of Lime Rock left right, like the left hander into the right hander kind of like the opposite of that and a little more flowy. And I was behind the BMW uh, just enough that I kind of lost visual of him going through the corner. And when we came... Wait, how did you wind up behind a BMW? He was faster. My car was pretty much God. stock at this point. I only had it for... God, my car has a V8 in it, by the way. Jesse, the I'm ashamed. That's why I was still racing him, because I was ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. So, blue side of him, I come around the corner and See his taillights just in time to see him. I'm probably doing like 80. And I see him just in time avoid a car that was in the left lane that was maybe doing 30. So it was in the middle of the corner, lifted off the throttle, back end came around. I tagged the back of this, I guess it was like a 98 Malibu, I think. Something like that. I tagged the back of that thing. It goes left into the guardrail. I spin around 180 degrees. It bounces off the guardrail, hits me in the right rear corner, spins me another 180 degrees. I land in the direction I was heading in, but 
wedged against a parked car and a telephone pole. And the parked car was on top of the passenger side door sill where the window comes out. Like I looked out the window and there was a taillight and a bumper where that is. And I had my best friend at the time that was sitting shotgun with me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah best friend at the time, because after that, they didn't want to talk to you. No, we were friends for a while after that. For I mean, we were friends for a real long time. But that's, a, that's a whole other whole other thing. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Oh, that was yeah, another nice. DSM crash. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the only real crash I've had with it, to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah, it sounds like the only crash you could possibly have with it, because after that, it yeah. would be destroyed and you would go to prison. <laughs> well, I did go to jail for the night, so that was nice. <laughs> only a night? Yeah, because my driver's license was suspended at the time. Oh, my God. Did you, you know? only went for a night? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... that's like mandatory. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you got off super easy. I mean, I still had to pay, like, they sued my insurance company and all this other shit. It was, you know, it was, it was a nightmare for a while, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Did you get, like, reckless driving and stuff like that? Yeah, I got, my license was revoked for a little bit after that, but. How long Man, did it take? You're, you're badass. The, yeah, he is badass. That that was, like, the third time my license was revoked, but. Was <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? Well, I was. 21. So from, you, from the age of like 18 <laughs> to like 22, I was a real fucking mess. Real mess. Yeah. Damn. You were getting your license suspended or revoked like once a year. <laughs> Just about. Yo, he had to race crazy. people though. Did you win I money? I had to go back to like the five hour class that you have to take to get your license. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much. Driving to that class. Damn. <laughs> to, that, to that class. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, you go to the class and she goes, all right, how many people have a suspended license? We all raise our hands. And then she goes, okay, how many people drove here? And everybody raised their hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, car has been, uh, yeah, you can see why I wouldn't get rid of it. I've had a lot of, a lot of connection with that car. Yeah, no, too many good memories. <laughs> memories, really. I've had a ton of good memories too. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it balances out, you know? Yeah, that's so. crazy. So how long did it take you to, to fix it? I got it when that was in June. I got it back in August of 2001. Damn. It's not bad. That's pretty quick. I missed missed the fucking Fast and Furious premiere. I didn't get to have the car (laughs) at the opening of Fast and Furious. It's probably a good thing to be. Yeah, honestly, it probably would have been bad. Bro. Like the amount of just hooligans that were in that fucking movie theater that night. Like all all of us were all friends and we're like, what the fuck is that sound? That's not the right sound. Like we're fucking picking it apart. Moment I honestly wish I could go back and and live through that. It's probably wild, dude. There was some like I can't remember exactly what scenes, but like we were fucking cheering and shit. We're like, yeah, the whole place is just alive. It was wild. <laughs> that was a good time. I yeah, can't. I think theaters really elevate certain movie going experiences. Sometimes you go and see a movie and you're like, this. I would rather watch this in my in my den or my living room or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But sometimes you pay seventy five dollars for popcorn. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather not be surrounded by all these fucking idiots than <laughs> stop kicking my chair and talking. Right. But um, every once in a while, you get like a experience you couldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Like that was a that was telling story about like everybody in the movie theater could relate to because like there yeah. was no, nobody in that movie theater was like, hmm, what's this movie about, and decided to go see it. Like they wouldn't have been able to get a ticket. Yeah, everybody that was in the street racing scene or the or the car scene at all on Staten Island that night was at the movie theater watching that movie. Dang, it was it was really awesome. That's probably the safest time 
out there. To be honest, yeah. like yeah. street right. racers are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the safest time yeah. to commute. <laughs> it's that era is is like it's so funny. Like you go back in time, you look at like the car scene was back then, and I just look back and think like, man, what happened? Like why did like how did it all completely go upside down from like you know nopey i don't know if you remember i'm well, sure remember jesse nopey. remembers nopey like there <laughs> used to be huge crazy car shows like freaking jello wrestling like just just like ridiculous things and then yeah. i feel like by like the 2010s it was all gone like that whole industry sort of just that that yeah well from style. what i heard about nopey that's a good thing the nopey tour i never got to go on it but it was yeah it was pretty fucking wild what these guys were doing and what they had going on like it was a crazy because like Super Street Magazine was like all behind it, mm-hmm. so like you'd have all it was just wild. Like you had the most ridiculous car, like you have like Saturn cars, like with chrome rims, like like Saturn SL ones, all being like, but they were accepted. <laughs> like no one right. was like, oh, you're a piece of shit." Like everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah, whatever, we're gonna have a good time." Like whatever, you're enjoying the crazy scene. body kits. Yeah. yeah, body kits. Yeah, that was that was it was just it was very different, but very much the same. If that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I think, sold yeah. my I sold the wheels that I bought for my MR2 to a guy that has a Saturn. It was crazy. Really? <laughs> he, he's like a medical transport guy. Like he transports like I think organs and shit. Yeah, fun. <laughs> and he he rolled up to buy my MST wheels, and <laughs> I was like, "What fucking car is that?" Like as he's pulling up, and it was a like slammed Saturn with like the the hood razors. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh. and. It, it had like a fucking light bar on it and stuff. It was actually pretty slick. I have some pictures of it, but yeah, I was, <laughs> I was blown away. <laughs> I could not believe it. I've never seen such a thing. I didn't know anybody modified those cars. Aren't Total plastic. Yeah, the early ones were. The early ones were the yeah. the car that people sleep on is the Saturn Ion Redline. Well, yeah, it's the Cobalt yeah. SS. No, well, it's a Cobalt SS. Mm. But I think it was lighter because it was a Saturn, which meant it was all plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, had but that I, weird, like, three-door, four-door weird right, fucking... Right, the Saturn Ion stupid, one. That yeah. Had that bullshit. Bullside door. Yeah. yeah, it had that... that I mean, half eight. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have the same suspension as the Cobalt, though, right? I don't think no, so. No, it did. did no, it, it was, it was a Cobalt chassis. It just was yeah. lighter because it was there was nothing there. The, I don't know anything about these the cars. Sky, sky Redline. Red yeah. The Sky. They also had the. They had an SUV that was a Redline as well. The View. View, the yeah. View, which was just a pilot. Yeah, pilot. It had, yeah, it had a Honda V6 in it. Yeah. They had that in, the, in a Redline? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it hauled ass. Hmm. Yep. 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 That was with that. It was a weird company. It was. That was GM, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was GM. GM was trying to compete with the Japanese, so they created yeah. a modern brand that there was no price haggling. You would just walk in. It was actually pretty cool at the time, like in G, you know, way more cutting edge than it is now. But back then, in the eighties, you know, walking into a dealership, seeing a car that doesn't get dents in it. You know, and you don't, you walk in, you just buy the car and you leave. Like people were like, holy shit, this is like a new world. And that was um, after GM had collaborated with Toyota on like Geo. They had the Geo Prism, the Geo Storm, and the Geo Prism was like a Toyota Corolla. I know. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it um, it's a shame because I think Saturn actually, believe it or not, was actually a really cool company. And a lot of people within GM just like reading, you know, stories about it have said like that was the saddest one to go of all the companies that got shut down during the crisis, on yeah. the financial crisis. So Saturn, huh? That was the saddest one. <laughs> I thought Pontiac. Pontiac for me because I love the G8. I wanted the G8 so bad. Yeah. That's a good car. But but Pontiac sort of lived on in Holden, right? Like well, and a lot of their stuff stuck around. What was the other one that, that died? Hummer? Saab. Saab was the other one. Saab, yeah. Oldsmobile died in like and 2000. So that, that happened a little bit before. but Did it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Buick. And then I they guess they weren't making Oldsmobile back. Yeah. Buick is still around. But was it Scion? But, uh, that died. <laughs> Scion died. Yeah, that was that's Toyota. I know. Yeah. Just saying, that was... We're just talking about shit that died. <laughs> Dude. There's a lot of there's a lot of cars. Mitsubishi, no. that pretty much died. God damn, bro. Mitsubishi is dead right now. It like what died. What the fuck do they even make? They make the, the Outlander, the Eclipse Cross, the fucking sacrilege Eclipse Cross. Um and I don't even, no, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. Oh, and the Mirage. Yeah, that's like one of the, the fuck is the Mirage. Do Sunday Cup. Ooh, that would be fun. I mean, for the three yeah, laps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've been watching your Instagram updates. You know, for yeah. someone who is as tech savvy as a ninety-year-old, it's yeah. very impressive that you do those stories. It's very yeah. easy to hold a button. Yeah, phone at me. You do be doing easy. a lot of stories. <laughs> you know. Be dropping stories left and right. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch what Jesse's up to. <laughs> Jesse updates. That's it's, an, it's turned into an addiction. Your engine is completely apart. Yeah, I actually just dropped it off off at the machine shop today. All right. So so last time we spoke, you said you weren't going to rebuild the engine because funds weren't there or something like something along those lines. What changed? Uh, nothing. <laughs> just, yeah. uh, you just said fuck it. Still aren't there, but we're gonna figure something out. We're make it work. So funds still are not there. So, so you're you're destroking it, correct? Yeah, we're going back to a two liter. Okay. Yeah, I got some. You can destroke, pal. That's what I. That's what I hear. I hear it's not much of a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short it's, stroke. Yeah, it's under more or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> not square. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going back to a two liter, small port. Cylinder head, small port intake manifold, just trying to bring the response up. And if we're going to increase the RPM, I want to make sure that I have good velocity through through all that. So I pretty much figured out that with the six-bolt head, which has these very large intake ports, my port velocity on a setup that I used to run was probably really just shit. So very excited about getting And the car's going on fuel tech now. I got it off DSM link. So I'm excited to see what this car's going to It's going to be like a totally different animal whenever it is I get back on the racetrack. Now, so you're going off of DSM link, which is basically like, how would you describe it? It's like a f- way to flash the OEM ECU. Essentially, yeah. It's just a, a factory ECU with a programmable EEPROM, I believe it is. Yeah. Same, so like that's what I have on my car. Right. And uh, street, yes. car, street car DSM link is fantastic. Even for a drag car, it's a really great system to have. But it just couldn't, It you know, those computers are fucking old now. The technology, computing technology and all that is gone so far in advance from what dsm link is fuel tech just seemed like the right the right direction to go yeah so what what capabilities are you getting that you didn't have before now with the new um, engine just management more more logging capability so like yeah with the dsm link you have to have the laptop in the car 
which is most sanctioning bodies don't really want you to have a laptop floating around inside the fucking car, which I get. Just do a um, police setup. They all have laptops in their cars. <laughs> you know, you've been in some cruisers. I have. No lie. No lie to dick. Uh, uh, a little late now, Ben. I could have used that information, you know, a while ago. Hey, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you should have used your street smarts, man. <laughs> Come on, I can't operate a fucking computer. He's got three points. Yeah, he's gonna be, I'm going to be in as he's coming down the downhill alarm. And the funny thing is, funny thing is because, because I'm so, like, I just I don't know. If I can't work with it with my hands, I really it's really hard for me to understand it, right? Yeah. So, like, tuning is really hard for me to do with. That's why I don't do it. I have Ken do my tuning. We go to laptop. He does the same thing that you just did, how you tapped into the computer, and he just does everything. He just remote tunes my car for me on the dyno because I'm not going to be – I can't do that shit. And so without the ability to really, like, touch things and see how it works and take it apart and put it back together, I can't really grasp that. Yeah. Without the ability to, yeah. I was going to say, hey, where were you going with that? Where the fuck were no, you going with that? My brain was trying to put together some kind of, you know, pause but, type you know, thing. You're really not living by your mantra tonight of Ben is keeping it clean tonight, I, all right? Dude, I, is, is, it, is it pause or is it strike? Which one is it? It's Right. Well, they don't know about strike yeah, yet. I didn't know about yeah. strike until you guys are yeah. swinging for the fences. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like tuning is an art form, right? The whole thing about, oh, you know, I can learn tuning really easy. I watch a bunch of YouTube channels and shit. Like, I've watched. I've worked at a tuning shop. Like, it is not easy. Every single engine. What tuning is shop different. did you work at? Bren Tuning, which Bren specialized tuning? in mostly German vehicles and Subarus. Mm. What? That's yeah. well, that's what? a weird comp. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you know, the worst cars what? that we can work on. Okay, here's the thing. You guys are looking at it as like an enthusiast. Like, why the fuck would you work on a Subaru and a BMW? But what do two? What do those two vehicles have in common? Yeah, they break, they break. exactly. <laughs> they break, and the owners will keep fixing them. So the Subarus, you put a tune in it, that's instantly an engine job in six months. It's true. Well, you're not All wrong. Right? That's true. Whether the tune is the greatest tune ever or not, it's gonna blow up eventually. So yeah. the and then the German cars, when you know, there's always things wrong with these cars, and and they're very finicky when you're tuning them. And, and getting the, the computer set up and stuff. So, yeah, it is an art form. And I think it's becoming harder and harder to find tuners because of the whole emissions and the government locking all this shit down. Computers becoming very difficult to crack. I mean, like, when I used to work there, uh, like, things that you would have to go through to get to unlock these computers, uh, the newer cars anyways, I'm talking was just ridiculous like you had to well the first thing you had to do was bmws especially the v8 ones like an m5 or an m6 the later gens they have two computers for each bank cylinder bank so you mess those up you're fucked you like brick the car. individual like you brick the v8 car with individual carburetors you brick the car so like you have to take it out you have to put these computers in in like a a toaster oven to heat them up to get to the computer so you can split them once you split them, you have to pin them to get into it and then run some sketchy fucking software, which cracks the ECU. And then from there, you can, you know, tune it. But it's like, I have so and, many and, questions. 
I'm all of these all of these engines have now they have hard tunes built into them so like for example like within the transmission you can only do so much before it just hard locks the transmission and you can't do anymore it'll just throw a code and say best of luck you know you're done here i know what you're trying to do so it's it is crazy like tuning now it is who the fuck figured that out putting that shit figure in that the out? oven cannot talk about how these things were figured out but they were oh fuck like were they high they're like you know what i know it will work no 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 so 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 look at it this way most most brands all of the computers are relatively similar right like an m3 computer is the same as a 328 computer for for most of the things obviously there's more parameters and bmw m products in particular some of them even have motorsport specific tunes written inside them that you can unlock and program which is kind of really cool because they hide those tunes deep in the bowels of the computer wow, for real the deep, race huh? engineers and how stuff deep? real fucking deep. <laughs> uh so yeah i mean how they're figured out i mean clearly i mean i i don't really know how it happens but i would assume someone within bmw is oh, working on the inside so that's the only way you could figure this out. Okay, right? wiki. I mean, I can. Yeah. I mean, or or you're just a computer god, and like for example, the new Supras. The only people who were able to crack it for a long time is is Russia. Russia was the only. So like people would be shipping their computers, their supercomputers to to Russia to get them cracked, and then they'd be shipped back. I still hmm. think they do that for like. A91s now, like the new ones. That's what I'm wild. talking about. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vladimir so, Putin's over there making think, all the horsepower. Dude, right. Well, like I said, I think somebody somebody <laughs> who works for turning, Bosch... all of our cars into sleeper agents. <laughs> they Are might be. I mean... Korean candidate. Yeah, like maximum overdrive, just fucking yeah. cars killing everybody. It's, yeah. uh, it's just... A, it's crazy, these new computers. So, yeah, DSM Link, way ahead of its fucking time. I think... Um, the point that you make is really intriguing to me because you said how it's very, you have to be very creative as a tuner. And that's what I've always believed. And that's what really drew me to Ken, aside from the fact that he's just awesome in general. But he used to draw cars. He used to be a very, very good artist. Probably still is. I don't think he has time to, to do it. But uh, he used to draw like really great pictures of cars. So I think that you're you're absolutely spot on where there's this creative element into it where you can see you can in your mind's eye, you can see what you want to do. You can see everything happening the same as you do when you draw. You can see what you, what you want it to do, what you want it to look like, and you can, with the tools given to you, you can make that happen. And I think that's a spot on, uh, like, spot thing that you noticed. Yeah. It yeah. blows me away watching tuners do their work. Like, they have a Did base you tune, Eddie? No. You said you worked at the shop, dude. Were you God, no. God, no. No, I was more of like an operation side of things. What but does that mean? He was going to people's computers and helping them out. Like, like yeah. in between a mix of sales and, you know, if they needed someone to do, like, spark plugs, I could do it, right? I can do the uh, basics. Okay. And then I would also run the dyno. That was another thing that I did. Uh-oh. Oh, God. He was like, Fucking yo, piecing out. Piecing out. It's still so recording. does that so mean that we lose our recording? No, no, no. It's still recording. It goes to a All cloud. Right. What did he say? God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's he probably clicked the wrong button. Why would yeah, he click any buttons? Tuning is a freaking art form. 
I we get, lost Devin for the audience at home. I give I give gone. tuners a lot of credit because I, I look at them to a degree like doctors, right? Like they can really fuck up your car if they're not if they're not being too careful. Oh, right. They can fair. they can turn off some knock sensors and next thing you know your pistons through the fucking hood. So it is a lot of knowledge. I mean, there is probably a basic algorithm that you follow, right? You look at a tune, you look at a map, you know, there's probably something that is just a generic ratio, but all engines are different. So I, just, I don't know. I, just, I wanted to start here and just let you guys know that, yes, I am in a rocking chair, just so you know. <laughs> oh, so he was rocking you on I've been purpose. wondering, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're literally the oldest you could possibly be right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to an old man in a rocking chair about his old car series. Yeah. Back when I saw Fast and Furious 1 in theaters. <laughs> and then went and played Gran Turismo. Two, I think it was. I, I remember seeing the Fast and the Furious in the theaters. Now, granted, Dude, I was I, six. I was eight. Well, I was eight. eight. Yeah. Shit. So I was I really young, but but even at that age, I realized really quickly that I wanted a Honda Civic, and look where I am. Look at yeah, look at you. It all Actually worked out. The scene. It all worked out. It all worked out. I went. I just dreams. I, listen, I achieved my dreams of being idiot and driving a Honda Civic. So you're like yeah. a little Martin Luther King Jr. Oh my God! I hope I don't get shot. Yeah, I hope not too, buddy. Oh my god. Did you guys know that the same dude that have you seen um the classic film Training Day with Denzel Washington? Oh, of course. Same Fuck. writer as Fast and Furious One. Was it really? Yep. It was same apparently dude based on an actual cop. What, Training Day? Yeah. The cop there was there was an actual cop that that Alonzo character was based off of. Yeah, I mean, I assume there's a good number of dirty cops that would probably fit that description. Right. But I thought it was like totally fictional, but like apparently, like, oh, let's use this guy as a basis. It's like, oh, that's crazy. Total shit. Yeah. I hope awesome. he had that much swag, though. Uh oh. Someone... Hey, he's back. Look who's back. <laughs> Devin, you ever seen Training Day with Denzel Washington? Oh, yeah. Yes, I have. You smoke <laughs> PCP, Jake? <laughs> Is that what we talking about? I was literally watching that the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was yeah. at work. I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I was watching it the other I forgot where I was. I was just catching just watching a little bit of it. I very rarely yeah. have enough time to like watch a movie straight through. Like yeah. um, over the Christmas break, like my entire family had COVID. So I was I had to lock in this room actually, I had to lock myself down in this little basement bedroom we have. And I was able to watch the movies then. Nice. What was are pretty what, did you have COVID? I had COVID. Both kids had COVID. My wife had COVID. My mother-in-law, my mother had COVID. It was awesome. Oh, so were you, you were just staying away from them? Is that why you were in the basement? Yeah. I got it before. My wife got it first and I got it and I had it before the kids. So I was gotcha. trying, but it didn't matter. It was mother-in-law had it and my wife had it. So it just kind of made its way around here. Ruined Christmas, yeah. but we made up for it. Sorry. That sucks. Yeah. You got to watch yeah. Training Day, though. You got to watch it. <laughs> What I watch, watch Killer with uh, Killer. What's his name? Killer with uh, Fastbender, Michael Fastbender. On oh, Netflix. yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. I, I pretty saw good. something about it. Then I watched a couple of the movies, but who cares? Uh, I don't even usually yeah, right, right around the forty-five minute mark. This uh, devolves into a podcast about movies, <laughs> and then 
Eddie will just start having conversations with his girlfriend. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Corey walked in after going to the hair salon, and I'm like, I don't even recognize you. Let's That's see, the right answer. That is the right answer. Oh, it's way Curry. Curly, I haven't curly, seen curly. this blonde ever. I don't. Steph Curly. Steph. Steph. <laughs> All right. So I think in a couple of weeks we go down to Ben's to do the chassis swap on the car. We got a bunch of people coming for that. That's gonna be wild. That's gonna be a fucking party. Well, I mean, it's it's gonna... it's, it's half of the DSM owners. Yeah. So, dude, there we go. If, if the shop blows up while they're all here, we're gonna lose the vast majority of people that own running DSMs. You know, I well, let's not put running up there. Mine's like, oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah, good point. I, so that brings up a good point that I've always. Sorry to interrupt you. What you were just saying, like how there's no more DSMs left. I have always wanted to create like a Wikipedia catalog of like cars that are extinct like there's none driving on the road anymore you know how like we have a website a database for animals that are extinct right mm. wouldn't it be cool to know that your car is the last 1990 whatever mitsubishi running on the road today <laughs> yeah but you know there's some fucking there's some ancient dinosaur out there like jesse that doesn't know how to use the internet that's still <laughs> driving around his that's old fair. mitsubishi i saw like a ford tempo the other day i was like oh, that's wow. definitely, yeah that's how the last fucking one that's how many of those are left but like dude wouldn't you feel more inclined to keep that motherfucker going if you knew you were the last owner of a 1987 mercury topaz or four tempo or whatever nice. because that's it oh of course my <laughs> my uh, useless shit bro yeah, yeah. yeah. and he has what we call a beautiful mind <laughs> <laughs> i just uh, like i collect man. collect garbage in my yeah. head yeah <laughs> really bad things that well, are I would, useless i would say any car that you've heard of is probably not extinct like, I think that the cars that are extinct are probably, like, Soviet block vehicles that, you know, could barely run in the 1980s when they were created. All right, well, and, well no, there's I, still going to be a fucking community somewhere dedicated. How many? To those yeah, maybe. How many of those, those people do in Cuba? They That's they true. Work. Yeah. I'm saying, how many of those yeah. uh, Mitsubishi iMeves are still running around? Dude, that's way too recent. I'm sure there's no, still you, a bunch. Yeah, you got to go, like, how many Mitsubishi Sigmas or how many... Mitsubishi Cordias, like I don't even know what that is. So yeah, right. there we go. Right, yeah, like all. like first gen, <laughs> first gen Nissan Quest minivans, like shit like that. Like you'll like stuff that you just. It's a Nissan, dude. It's still running, baby. That's mm -hmm. got a that that Quest that that minivan has a Mercury offshoot. I was gonna say, isn't that a Villager? A captive import. It's it's a Mercury Villager. Yeah, he's correct. It's a Villager. Villager. Yeah. yeah, my best my best friend growing up, his mom had one, and I think still does. I think I still see that van. <laughs> okay, version of that. You want to hear something crazy about those? Ford is so fucking stupid because well, they they had to rush to, give to to create a minivan, so they went to Nissan and said, "Oh, hey, can we can we pillage your Nissan Quest and just rebadge it as a Mercury?" A year later, they come out with the Ford Windstar and decimate whatever sales the Mercury was having with their own fucking product. Well, before the Windstar, they had the Aerostar. Oh, these are great. Rear-wheel drive. I think they came in a stick, too. How many of those are left? Right. right? Aerostars, bro? They sold yeah. a billion of them. There's a shit ton. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you've, if you've heard of it, it's still out there. There's, they've so know. many cars. 
The last arrow stopped. Such a, there are people out there with a mental illness, the likes of which you could not conceive of, that will keep a car running forever. <laughs> okay. <Case in> points. <laughs> I just, I don't know. The last Aerostar that I saw was like 2004 at Disney no. World, okay? It was a maintenance I vehicle. I remember it. It was a maintenance vehicle. No, it was a some oh, okay. maintenance. It was like a, it was like a the, cleaners. The janitor tell you to get in because it's live. into your memory. Why would you remember that? Yeah. It's a fan Aerostar. How do you not remember that thing? Inside of that word Aerostar that, that would be so memorable to Oh, God. You fuckers. <laughs> the last one I saw, I was working at a shop, and there was a guy that used to come to the shop that was a fisherman, and he would, like, fish out of this fucking truck. And it was putrid. Putrid inside the truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my dear. Inside. I was like, Jesse, no, this dude can go do his own fucking oil change. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Do you, <laughs> do you know Pete Davidson, personally? Oh, because I'm from Staten Island? Yeah. No. I heard he's the king. Is that the case? That's actually not that movie. And that that movie where Machine Gun Kelly or whatever the fuck his name is is tattooing the dude, and and what's it? Pete Davidson's like trying to become a tattooer. That's my buddy's tattoo shop. What is really? that the same movie? Yeah. Okay. The, the, I've never the seen tattoo it. shop in that movie is is my buddy's family's tattoo shop. I got tattooed there a lot. Wow. Hmm. What do you got? You got any DSM logos or? I have uh, the blueprint of the engine from the DSM manual on my like. Wow. Of the engine from Sand that. Island. <laughs> That's you fucking dedication. Now that is big blob because I got it in like you know 2001 <laughs> or something like that. So just like the car, it also <laughs> fell apart. Suspended license. One hundred percent. Oh gosh. <laughs> You're like, my license is suspended, but this is important. I yeah, gotta go get this. Very classy tattoo. So, so life. you knew by then that you were. This was like a lifelong marriage that you were. You were keeping this thing forever to the point where you got a the fucking owner's manual tattooed on your wherever. <laughs> the engine, your the coach. Engine, the engine, I don't know you. The owner's manual. Yeah. I got, the, I got the, the the tire the tire size. The stock yeah. Tire size. yeah, yeah. What what kind of the recommended snow chains? Like yeah. the valve cover torque specs on <laughs> your forearm. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be like prison break where he's gonna have everything on his body so he doesn't so even get it. This yeah. is how you do a timing belt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Memento, yeah. yeah. So so how is then, the serpentine belt routed again? Remember when the last time I spoke with you in New Hampshire, I had brought up about there was this local legend who kept uh pillaging and in storing DSMs. Oh yes. I started asking around because I was curious again to see, yeah. and he's still around. I bet you Jesse knows this guy. Jesse, does the name, uh, what the fuck is his name? Hold on one second. Bruce <laughs> Quartier. What? Ring a bell. Bruce Quartier. He's a DSM. One more time. Bruce, B-R-U-C-E. Quartier. Quartler? Quartler, I think. Quartler. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, well, anyways. He, I guess, was like this DSM legend guy around the Massachusetts area, and he's still selling DSM parts. One of them being a 1997 throttle body uh, yes. with the coil pack, igniter, and map sensor for $150 in Auburndale. Nice. So he sells a ton of DSM you have his parts. For sale so. ad pulled up right now? Yes. I, I, I don't need I, any of that, but okay. No, no, it was for Ben because he was looking for something for cruise control. But oh, I was looking for cruise control. Yeah, right, right. Well, I think yeah. I is that like a computer module or is it like a throttle body? It's it's like an extra cable and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's rudimentary at best. Yeah, so this one has. I, it. I got one. I ordered one. It arrived. I installed it. 
Oh, it sweet. did not work. I <laughs> took the cover off of it. I took the cover <laughs> off of it and it had water and rust inside. Typical. Yes. Yeah, it was shipped to me with water in it. <laughs> That's the DSM that way, a, baby. Is that an eBay purchase? It was an eBay. Well, where the fuck else are you going to buy a cruise control know. module for this thing? You could have been on some DSM form or some weird shit yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 So, I got it on the floor. So, I, okay. I was going to tell you the story about the, uh, the taillights since you encountered it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great to talk about. What taillight? Well, okay. So let me, let me preface. On my way home two days ago from the road trip, I drove from Indiana until we got back to what well, I got back by myself because the other guys had to stop because they had a rental Corolla on all seasons. I got back at 5 a.m. to Lynchburg and I drove through snow and ice the whole way. So it was like eight hours driving through snow on the freeway and Fucking uh, hell. the car did amazing. But around West Virginia, my dash cluster did go out like the light mm. went out. Yeah, and I thought it was just the da- the dash cluster, and then Jesse told me, "Yeah, it's probably just the dimmer, unless your taillights went out also." And then I went and checked, and my taillights were out the whole way from West Virginia to oh, to Virginia. <laughs> so I was driving at like three a.m. through the snow with no taillights. <laughs> the DSM way. <laughs> yeah, just just blasting past people driving through the snow on my winter tires with all wheel drive. Yeah, exactly. Just looking like the ghost rider. Like, <laughs> but so the reason I knew about that is because I had a similar situation when I first got the car, where the the same thing, where the lights were just cut out. Except for me, it was like intermittently. Like I'd be driving down the street and everything just cut out, cut out. So I wound up bypassing the relay, and I had a little the the switch for the marker lights was underneath the dash, down by like my foot, my left foot. So, like, I could put my foot up and turn the marker lights off with my foot. Right. So, <laughs> I live in North Carolina. I'm living in North Carolina one night, and we're coming back from, from taking, doing something. We were just, I had something, in my po- I had something in my pocket that the cops would not have liked to have found on me. Um, it was in a Ziploc bag in green. And so... Was it a dildo? Blasting back, back to my house. Wait, what? <laughs> nothing. Yeah, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> um, so it definitely was. My roommate in the car, and we're, I'm doing like it's like a 35 mile an hour speed, and I'm doing like 80 because it's like through a golf course. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no. like fuck. But you've, you've never driven by a street like the street goes through a golf course. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm blasting. My roommate's like, oh, did you see that cop? I was like, what cop? And I look in the mirror and I see his brake lights on. I was like, oh shit. So I dumped the gear, lifted my foot up, turned the marker lights off. So I had just the headlights on and fucking took the fuck off. And my neighbors told the cop where the car was, but we like hid from the cops and they never found us or whatever. So it was, it was kind of a man. Fuck crazy. those neighbors. They, they fucking really snitched. Snitched on you. They were not from New York. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And you being what sounds like such a conscientious and enjoyable neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we were the we were the worst. They just get stitches. Remember that. <laughs> it was so bad. But Drop a gear and disappear, as they say. Literally, because I turned the fucking lights off. So this guy turned around and saw nothing. He must have fucking been like, "What the fuck? Where like where'd this thing go?" But, you uh, have like uh, talked about this on like a few podcasts ago. You have like a split second to make that decision, right? You know, like, am I going? And I got and and like you it. know, yeah. I, I gotta say that that there's nothing like a high like that. 
I can't describe the high you get when you do something <laughs> so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. It's so like, fucking it's stupid. Over, the adrenaline wears off. It's like, holy shit, I'm an asshole. Yes, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Going yeah, this is just... a fucking golf course. This right. is quickly I'm becoming the running the from the police podcast. Yo, hey, well, it is what it is, you know. Devin, have you ever run from the police? No, I think you're Be the smart. only one on the well, podcast. Well, you know, I might not get the the leniency that some other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. You know, what? you didn't ask him. You didn't ask him about like running like on foot. No, I don't oh. think I've done that either. No, I think no, I've never done that. You know, just running from parties and stuff like that when the cops come to parties. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I remember like there was like a house party and like we had to dip through a window. Like mm. those, I, I remember. Like, we were in the backyard of a house party and like the cops came and everyone's like jumping over these fences and like this kid's trying to jump the fence in front of me. He falls back. I throw him over the fence and I jump <laughs> over the fence. It was that was oh, good times, man. <laughs> and look at these days. Can't log in your email. Can't log my email. Getting terrorized by a five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Is, would you say you've mellowed as you've gotten older, Jesse? Uh, as far as like driving, just in or, general as a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Driving. The thing that really mellowed me out driving was actually going to Skip Barber because um, I had a Starian. That was my had my conquest. So my second Starian conquest. And I went to Skip Barber at Lime Rock, and I was driving back from the three-day, and I was just like, nothing I do on the street right now is going to make me feel like that I just did on the racetrack. Yeah. So, like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, I still have my moments, even in my, in my truck, you know, I have my moments where, like, whatever, I can't really do much in my, my fucking Yukon. But, um, <laughs> you know, you had, you had these moments like, man, this is a good corner right here. And I was like, oh, I like this off-ramp right here, you know what I mean? But yeah. my wife's my wife's car actually the CX nine that's actually pretty fun. I wrecked a CX nine once. No, how? Yeah, fell asleep. Oh fuck! Yeah, drove through a telephone pole and into a into a like water filled ditch on the side of the road. Jesus! Oh, that that fun. When the Wake fuck up. did this happen? That sucked. Like 2014. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my. That was my Jesse story. That's that's the crazy shit that I was doing when I was his age, back when he was doing crazy shit. Yeah, fell asleep Wait, at the you, wheel. You were how old in fourteen? In fourteen, I was twenty. All right, yeah, we're we're, yeah. we're cut from the same yeah. cloth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to jail when I was nineteen for running from the police. So same same shit, except yeah. you know, yep, a little different. A little different. <laughs> it's so funny though, like how many people that i've met in the car world have lost their license for that exact same thing like just being an idiot yeah like yeah. uh well i mean we're in the car so we're idiots to begin with yeah that's fact. <laughs> yeah right yeah big facts it's, all right do you ever know that do you know that kobe lost his license for street racing he did no yeah. way yeah, yeah yeah this is back in back when he had a z06 what yeah, I can yeah. see that though. Hi, Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. motherfucker's still crazy, dude. Think <laughs> about how, what a good thing it is that Kobe is no longer into street racing. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was yeah, king of the streets. Yeah. I'm sure. Yo, he has back the most in the day. Dear one, oh yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel yeah, like meet this this guy. You don't know Kobe? He's the man. Wait, he's he awesome. was at Lime Rock. Wait, yeah, he was. Well, he'll he, be at he, Lime Rock again. Just don't yeah, get drunk this time. Don't get drunk yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I drunk too early. A really small window of time during Lime Rock where I was not <laughs> totally wasted. Jesse's like, I remember a couple laps, and right. that's all. The ones that mattered. 
I, Jesse, I will say your lap, the lap that I was following you when you went into that dirt, did a, that was a, a great dirt drop video for Fortune, yeah that by the that way. video was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you run at? Would you run at Lime Rock? With fifty-eight four. Is that your fastest? Yeah, I was. I probably would have gone to the fifty-sevens if I hadn't fucked up West Bend. But yeah, that was yeah. I had been stuck in a minute for years. I just could. I was stuck in a minute flat. I just couldn't get under it. And then the second lap out at Circuit Legends, I went like 59-something. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then when I went at that last session, I went 58-4. That was you going into like, that weekend like thinking, like, I'm definitely going to break a minute this week. No, no, we actually talked about that. I was like, listen, as long as I can drive the car in the trailer at the end of the weekend, like, I want to get under a minute. I don't care if it's a 59-99999, whatever. But as long as the car drives into the trailer at the end of the weekend without a broken transmission, I'll be pretty happy. And then we went 58-4 and, and didn't break a transmission. And... Got shitty drunk. It was great. It's a good time. What do you think changed? Definitely seat time. Definitely seat yeah. time. Well, yeah, I'll tell you that first grid life event at NJMP was a very good experience. Just being around such a high level of driver, like there were really fast rabbits to chase. So yeah. um, that really that opened up my eyes. And then a couple of weeks before that grid life event at NJMP, I was at NJMP Thunderbolt again in the wet. So like, I really learned a lot of shit about the car and, and you know, how far it's willing to go before I lose control, which I actually haven't done. So, uh, yeah, it's, I, I was very happy about Lime Rock and, and, and getting 58 four, but it's always like, man, I watched that video. I'm like, fuck, I fucked up there. Fuck, I fucked up there. Fuck, I fucked up there. It's just like, fuck. But at the same time, it's just like, you did good. You know, especially yeah. I had actually taken the turbo manifold out cause it cracked and I brought it over to, Borsma guy, uh, Borsma's guy, Greg, and he had a fucking TIG in the trailer. He's like, yeah, I figured I'd bring the welder anyway. I was like, fucking dope. He fixed it. He's like, hell yeah. And he fucking welded it back up, got it back on the car, went out 58.4, and then that was it. Called it and called it. I was like, this car is not going to go any faster than pushing water <laughs> out like you wouldn't believe. The I was going to so underpowered by that point. It was not making power at all. She was tired, dude. Yeah, dude. I did Even a compression at- test before I pulled it apart. It was like 130 across the board. That motor <laughs> when I when I built that motor it was 185. When I built I've that heard motor. of low compression, but this is something else. That's crazy. <laughs> well, even at NJMP. And it fucking wow. yeah, it did so a great job. Is that is that why you were down on power? Yeah, I think so. And plus we were having a really bad a really bad thing with the knock sensor. We, we kept dialing back timing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then of course when I pulled the motor out, the knock sensor was loose. I was like, mm. Oh, yeah, that was damn bad. it. Like I probably would have went faster. I probably would have won NJMP, and I probably would have done a lot better at, at Lime Rock. Yeah, but there's always, you know, it, this if, year. If the knock is in tight, then you're making more power. Maybe something else breaks. So it's just and, and and you know, not going back to NJMP with Grid Life. So I'll hold that that track record for a little while. So I'm pretty. There you go. Hey, yeah, uh, you can still, you know. Hold your head up high, knowing that you made that Audi R8 owner have to sell his car. <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty funny, man. I couldn't believe that. Next and day, twin turbo R8 race car for sale. I know what I have. Was it really? Yeah, yeah the dude that won NJMP that beat me in track mod. The next day, the car was for sale. <laughs> That's hilarious. My buddy Raul was like, "Dude, you're a savage." I was like, "Well, what would I do? I didn't do anything." <laughs> so, how much power how did much? your car make? It's like three something. 80. Well, before- 380, okay. The yeah. most power it's ever made was on the 5757S. It made like 465, but we never ran it at that power because it kept blowing off couplers and, and tearing couplers, actually. 
So uh, we never really ran out of that power. So what's the but goal for this year? I think 550 is what Ken wants to do. Oh, damn, bro. He, you're going to be fucking smashing every fucking track record at this I'm point. going to be smashing every tire wall is what I'm going to be smashing. Well, okay. Well, you don't want to say <laughs> I that, hope bro. not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It'll be good. It'll what's, be good. what's the plan for keeping your couplers on? Are you going to do the, the lock things? Like the Well, now mm-hmm. on where I kept blowing couplers was between the turbo and the intercooler. So after yeah. this all went down, I went to V-band. That's all V-banded. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to try and just make as much of the post intercooler to the throttle body just try and make as much of that as one piece as i can yeah just try and really yeah. not have this couplers at all but we, so, i don't know it was a weird thing i think the the intercooler was very restrictive because it was like a chintzy like godspeed intercooler from like 2005 so i don't know <laughs> it, yeah. it couldn't keep up with the ramp up that that, yeah. that 57 57 ramps up like it was ungodly how fast it came on I was at max yeah. boost, max torque at 3,800 RPM. Oh, my. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I was, I was, it was 435 pound-feet of torque at 3,800 RPM, and it fell off at 5,100. Mm. So so That's you're going to be revving higher. Do you have to change gear ratios at all? No. Even if even if, even if if I could, I can't because there's no, there's no ratios available. Really? Yeah. No, there's nothing for that transmission. Nothing for the rear end, nothing for the... They the don't make anything anymore? No, no one ever did. No one ever made... Uh, like interchangeable gear ratios for that thing. Oh, okay. There's a company in Australia that's coming together and putting together a transmission for it now. Um, it's supposed to bridge the gap between street trans and PPG. Like too much money for me, so right. I'm, I'm going to stick right. with it. Hey, mate, you know what car everybody's really <laughs> hopped up on right now <laughs> is the 1995 to 1999 Eclipse. See, remember, and what you said earlier is. How you trust anybody with an Australian accent? See, I gotta yeah. trust you. See, yeah, yeah. It, it has to be uh, done. No, mate, these will hold. I don't know. It's 150 <laughs> kilowatts all day long. <laughs> yeah, that it's it's been uh it's gonna be fun. I think next year. I don't know how many season, like events I'm actually gonna be able to do, but Circuit Legends. My wife and I. She was like, "You're going to that event." So I was like, "All right, go to that event." So your so wife's track. What's the track mark hmm? record for uh, for Lime Rock? It's Jason with the McLaren, right? No, he didn't go. Um, he was broken. I think it's Chris. I think he's got a fifty-five something. Okay. No, 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 no. It's that Evo. It's the Evo. No, that was unlimited. You oh, talking about James? Well, you're talking about okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah, meant yeah. overall. Chris is a is a fifty-five. Yeah, that car has nine hundred horsepower, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he he just went to a sequential gearbox. Nice. So. And they went to a smaller splitter because they thought that it was keeping the car slower, trying to push hmm. the splitter through the air. So that car's going to be fucking fast, dude. So, like, you know, just go have fun. And, like, how I won that Grid Life event, he broke, right? So you never know what's going to happen in racing. So you just go in there, you do your best, and, and whatever happens, happens. And if you do your best, you're going to have a good time regardless. Hey, just know you are the fastest Eclipse to ever graze Lime Rock. That yeah. that's for damn sure. But, but, <laughs> like people say that to me, like, oh, you you probably have this eclipse record here. You probably have this. I was like, yeah. If I take a fucking like Dodge B twenty five hundred Ram you van, take a, a GLA twenty five, that's yeah, gonna get like, too. <laughs> you hear all these drag race records. Like, I got the fastest stock door hinged car out there. It's just like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. If you look hard yeah. enough, you'll find a record on everything. If you if you get the record for fastest Corvette or fastest Miata at a racetrack, then you are a very you are good driver. You yeah. something. <laughs> but you know, how many eclipses are going to racetracks? A few. You yeah, know, I mean, Paul. Paul out there. Paul's good. He's a good dude. Yeah, I think I know uh, 
fifty percent of the people that are tracking DSMs. Probably only like three of them. Right. Uh, me, like on a consistent basis, me, Paul, and this dude in Canada, Garrett. We're the ones. We, yep, we, like we're really, <laughs> we really go out there. Like we try and make as many events as we can, and try and do as best we can. Yeah. The chassis, like that's the uh, only car you, I really feel don't feel bad to losing to. Do you if have I, if I like lose it, you know, the DSM? I'm like, all right. <laughs> do you have a? Do you have a group chat with them? Like it's called like the Three Musketeers or something, and it's just <laughs> no, like, you three. Garrett Garrett really isn't on social media too much, and talk to Paul. Well, talk to Paul a couple times a week usually, just uh, shooting the shit what he's up to, what I'm up to, and and he'll have questions, I'll have questions. We'll kind of bounce things off each other. So are your builds similar, or are they wildly different? Wildly different. He's he's looking to go to he's looking to go to Australia, so for World Time Attack. So he's uh wow okay. Which one so, has yeah. uh, Andrew Brilliant's arrow? Yeah, the red one. Red one. Okay. His he was name at, is, he was at CMP. His name is Paul. Melted his head. Okay. Jeez. Right. Huh. Okay. Yeah, what? he uh, he had he had like a hole in his fuel pressure regulator and it sucked in fuel and and just like literally torched the head, like just burned oh, the channel. My the God. Yeah, it was wild. Is he gonna be there this year? Do you know? CMP? No, I think he's gonna go to CMP. He said he wants to make four events. So I think CMP, he wants to make Lime Rock, so It'd be cool if we get him get him with the line. I was about to say it'd be cool to see more than one DSM there. Yeah, and his and like the difference between our car, our builds, you know, mine being like a stock body looking right. car, and his being like this really ridiculous looking car would be a really cool contrast, I think. Yeah, I mean, your car already looks ridiculous. Yeah, I was opinion, gonna say that your car looks pretty uh, wild. Does it really? It doesn't. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a wing. I think it's, pretty I think it's just weird. It's wing, it's got wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so checked out. <laughs> it's listen, what, listen. Where are we at? Because I'm just seeing what I just clocked in at. One thirteen. One thirteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, listen. It's like an hour and a half of me trying to get on here. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Any final questions? <laughs> yeah, I think I, we could probably fill another half hour. So. Let's keep going from here. Yeah. So, 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 Jesse, if you are not, since you're not doing NGMP Grid Life, what are some of the events that maybe you wouldn't have done if there was NGMP? Like, are there any other events that you want to do now that you're available to do it? Like, anything, uh, like tracks that you want to see, well, you know, race at? Yeah. My local group, Emra, is going to be a Palmer at the end of April, but I don't think the car's going to be ready for that. And then they're doing the same group. Emra is doing two days at Lightning in June, and that'll probably be my first like shakedown event for the car. And then okay. do Lime Rock with Circuit Legends, and then try and maybe see if I can get up to the Glen for a NASA event or something like that. Sweet, yeah, I I definitely think if you do get the chance to, you got to drive Palmer once. I love Palmer. That place oh. is fantastic. Is... A bunch of, not a bunch, but I've driven. You know, oh, I wasn't sure. Sorry. Yeah, no, no I, I fucking love Palmer. That yeah, that, that's the local track for me. So, very lucky. Yeah. I've only done it counterclockwise. I've never done it clockwise. A bunch of my friends are like, "Go do it clockwise. It's so much better." But um, they're both. Yeah. They're, it's crazy. Like, it is a completely different track going the other way. I believe it. One like it, they're two tracks, which yeah. you know some tracks like if you run it the wrong way, like if you're in a video game and you flip around, you go the wrong way. You're like this track fucking sucks, but Palmer, it's really fun. Palmer, so. I like people that haven't raced there and talk about elevation change at like Lime Rock or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because that place is that, that place is unreal. 
It's it's like a back road. Building in some places. It's like going down a toge. Yeah. That's the best way to describe that track. Yeah, yeah. That's the best Yo, way to y'all ever y'all ever driven at Mo Sport? <laughs> y'all ever driven at Canadian Tire Mo Sport? I would like to, but I never go across the border. That's he's not allowed. Elevation change for you. <laughs> Wait, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. No, <laughs> just, I can't even, dude. I can't even get to like pit race. Like, so I mean, yeah, Canada's yeah. kind of out for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, you, you were saying like... I didn't know if it was something you had done in your younger years that was maybe making yeah, a leap for you to cross legal. borders. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you had some other story about why you weren't allowed to leave the country. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I got so many stories, but... Yeah. That'll be on our next podcast of uh, that, that, Jesse's story. When you're, when, you're, when you're around as long as I have kids, you acquire a lot of stories. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what is... Wait, what is what you, you, Jesse? Just turned 44 in October. Okay, so you're pretty young. In the don't tell me that, but yeah. Don't tell my knees. <laughs> you don't look a day over 40, so you're looking good. Right. I feel like I'm days over 80. Well, there's <laughs> nothing I can help you with that. I did, I, did a lot, I did a lot of skateboarding, so, you know, growing up. Wait, do you still skateboard? No, I want, I want to start trying to just mess around a little bit, but I can't do it like I have don't. I used to. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. You'll just feel bad. <laughs> Yeah. Can you still I'm do a kickflip? I'm yep. the negative voice in your head. I still can. No, you think you can. Don't I did a kickflip. I did a kickflip kick so fucking good. This little kid was like, holy shit. Like, that's great. You know, when was this, Jesse? 2008? Huh? No. <laughs> Be honest with yourself, bud. 2020. Okay, not bad. Yeah. Powered by coronavirus. Yeah, right. <laughs> the vaccine really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I took the vaccine and all of a sudden my knees felt better. I could do kickflips again. <laughs> Jumping way higher. <laughs> oh my god. I think they turned me into a superhero, these Johnson and Johnson motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, all right. I know you guys got shit to do. I gotta go to bed. I gotta have a five AM, so I gotta go to bed. God all right, damn. well, we'll see everyone later. Peace. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>